All right, welcome to Redeem the Dream podcast, episode number seven. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial. Just go to audibletrial.com slash redeem the dream podcast and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening today. It's that easy. So go to audibletrial.com slash redeem the dream podcast. And today's topic is the power of simple kindness. And today I got a, a special friend with me, Jason Faulkner. What's up, Jason? How's it going, Dan? Good, good, man. I love your accent, man. Jason's uh, <laughs> living up in Canada. He's from Canada. We played basketball together for uh, a short while, for about a month, on an Athletes in Action tour in 2007. And uh, Jason, why don't you tell us a little bit about your basketball background? It's pretty extensive. Um, you played at Bradley Wright, some Division One ball in college, and then kind of beyond that as well. Yeah. Um, so, like Dan said, I'm from Toronto, and um, obviously growing up in Toronto, hockey was like my first sport, and you know I played hockey and baseball. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that that was Canada's sport at the time. Um, and then I basically got introduced to basketball like when I was in grade five, grade six, and kind of grew the love for the game. Um, in middle school. So um, started taking the game seriously by grade eight and um, <clears throat> went to went to high school and really decided, you know what, I'm going to stick, I'm going to, I'm going to really put my best foot uh, as far as my effort wise into the game. And um, I played multi-sports in high school, basketball, football, baseball, volleyball. Um, and I just enjoyed basketball a lot more. I was getting highly recruited by a lot of Division One football teams uh, like North Carolina, Wake Forest, uh, Bowling Green. And I was like, you know what? I like basketball. So, uh, so you I had some major football offers like that? Yeah, I was. I was actually pretty good. You know, I got hurt more in basketball than I did in football. But, you know, it was just not wanting to get, you know, injured in practice because guys were trying to, like, kill each other. I'm like, I'm not trying to get hurt. We have a game coming up, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm going to stick with basketball and just started putting in the, the time and the effort. And uh, my, my hard work paid off when uh, Bradley University offered me a scholarship uh, to attend um, school to be a student athlete. And like, one, that was one of my goals uh, as a high school student athlete was to get a Division One scholarship. And I was able to do that. So um, one of my goals, one of my dreams uh, was accomplished. So I was, I was happy about that. That's awesome, man. After Bradley, weren't you in Portugal for a minute? And then yeah. other countries so as well? I started my first um, professional career in Portugal. Um, that, that alone, that experience alone, I was, it was new for me. You know, I, I wasn't even able to go back home and see my family before I left. I was actually at Bradley training and working out with the team. And I got a call from my agent saying, all right, hope you're ready to go on Monday. And I'm like, what do you mean? You got to leave. I got your contract. So I left straight from Illinois, going to a country. I didn't know anyone, didn't know the language, but I was, I was thankful because that's what I, uh, I prayed for, I asked God, you know, to give me an opportunity to travel and see the world. And um, I got that call and I was on a plane uh, the next day out of Chicago O'Hare airport to Portugal. And um, 
a lot of anxiety. I was excited and nervous at the same time, not sure what to expect, but um, it's what I wanted, you know, and I, I felt that that was a door that God was opening um, despite the circumstances um, that I was going through at the time. So, but it was, was, was good. Good experience. And then right after that, is that when we met? Was that right after Portugal when we played in Canada? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, we yeah we connected in. Uh, I don't know if it was if it was Zania, Ohio for uh, athletes in action. Um, we were at a training camp in Edmonton. I think yeah. We, yeah, like in Canada, Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah we connected. We we met there. Uh, not only you, I met a bunch of like probably like eight or nine other guys with with amazing stories and. I think that's when, after my Portugal experience, that's when I joined AIA and we started touring Canada, um, playing playing all these different universities and junior colleges. That was a fun time, man. Yeah. Undefeated. Yeah, we went 10 and 0. <laughs> I, think, I don't think that's ever been done, athletes in action. So that was, that, we made history. I know. Uh, that was fun. That was fun. And then after that, you ended up, did you go to a couple other countries, right, and played and actually really yeah, successful? Well, after, yeah, well, actually, after our AIA experience, um, I played for the Canadian national team that summer. And um, after the Canadian national team, I went to uh, I went to uh, Australia. So I played in Australia. Um, actually, before that, I was playing in the ABA in Iowa. So the American Basketball Association, um, I did a season out there. We had a really good team. Um, we lost in the semifinals uh, to a team in, in Dallas, Texas. I can't remember their name, but played the ABA. And then after the ABA in Iowa, I went to Australia and played a season there with uh, the Lakeside Lightning. Amazing experience. Won the championship there with a bunch of great guys. Australia is an amazing country. The, the people are, are, are so nice and um, welcoming, and, and the weather was great. So... After Australia, um, I went to uh, where did I go? Taiwan. That's right. Yeah, I was on the other side. I was playing in Taiwan. Another amazing experience there. Uh, the hospitality. The people are so hospitable. The food is great. Um, connected with a lot of people there, and people I still talk to to this day, and which has been amazing. So, like, the game is not only allowed me to travel the world and meet new people, but build long lasting relationships, which is, I think is bigger than basketball, right? Cause I don't play anymore, but those relationships are still, still intact and kicking. So it's been good. That's amazing, man. And so that was kind of your last professional stint, right? In Thailand. And then you kind of moved on and you, you've yeah, been yeah. modeling throughout this whole time, right? You've been doing a lot of modeling. And then somehow you got connected with the with the NBA and did something in India as as an ambassador of the NBA in India. Can you yeah. speak about that for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, during that the time period in between AIA and um, going to Australia, or even after, before Australia, I had opportunity of of going to India prior um, to actually going and working for the NBA. Uh, I went there as an ambassador for another organization and met um, some people that worked for the NBA in New York. And um, my experience in India at that time in Mumbai was great. You know, they're putting on a, an event 
for a local leader that had lost his life um, to cancer. And um, I was able to be a part of the, the, the event where they had an all-star game and um, skills competition and just kind of doing basketball camps and clinics in that city. And from that, I met someone that worked for the NBA and they, they reached out um, and asked if I was interested in, in, a, in working for the NBA. And I was like, absolutely, you know, I've always wanted to play in the NBA, you know, um, never had the opportunity, you know, did some D-League stuff, but it didn't work out. Um, but I, I had an opportunity to work for the NBA in India. So uh, in 2014, um, I had an opportunity to go to uh, Punjab, which is uh, northern India, and Chennai, which is in southern India. So I spent about six months in India, worked for the NBA. Um, I was in charge of about 95 schools um, during that six months where we were basically training gym teachers um, and coaches the basics of basketball. Uh, what the NBA had done at that time was implement basketball into the curriculum. So it was a part of the curriculum. So they needed coaches to go out and, and train and, and just show and demonstrate the basics of basketball, the fundamentals of basketball to grow the game, which we've been able to do. And that experience alone was, was amazing. Um, India wasn't a country that I thought I'd ever visit. And I, I, I pretty much, I remember telling myself, I don't think I'll ever go to India. Like, you know, and look what happened. I ended up going and um, it was, was life-changing. It was life-changing. Life well, obviously, it was, for me, it was more than basketball, as usual. Um, being in a country where, um, you know, I was able to experience uh, the culture because I have a lot of East Indian friends here in Toronto. And to be able to go and see where they're from and their culture and their food and, uh, you know, just the way they, they treat uh, visitors to the country, I understand more of, of the culture and, and what they're all about, what the Indian people are all about. And uh, it was it was great, great, great experience uh, working for the NBA. Great. And from there, you kind of transitioned into teaching, right? Moving back yeah. to Toronto. And you started teaching, got your teaching degree. And yeah. then somehow in the middle of that, you started your brand, Spread Love, probably inspired somehow by you doing a lot of modeling in between anyway. You modeled for the Jordan brand and a couple yeah. other big ones, I imagine. Yeah. Um, in 2013, I decided to go back to school. Um, I figured basketball, that chapter was done. And I wanted to... I always found myself working with kids and basketball, sports, and I figured, why not go back to school, get my degree in education, and um, you know, just give back to the community. And that's what I did. Graduated, uh, finished a little bit ahead of time, went back to Australia to teach for a month, and I came back and I started supply teaching in 2014. So. During that time, uh, 2014, I had started a company. I had an idea to start a company called um, Spread Love. Um, initially, I've always wanted to start a clothing brand, but I wanted it to be something that was positive, something that everyone could relate to and kind of just bring people together. And I registered the name, but I didn't actually start the business until 2015. 
Um, between 2014 and 2015, I decided to, um, you know, just print about 17 shirts and I was wearing them and, you know, just to get the name out and I was handing them out for free and people were just like, I love this name. I love your brand. And I was like, thanks. And how can I get a shirt? And I was like, I don't know because I'm not actually a store, you know, and I was getting a lot of positive feedback and that's actually what I wanted. And it was, it was actually coming, coming through, like people were asking and, um, wasn't until after I graduated teacher's college, I said, you know what, let me start a, a WordPress website so I can um, start selling shirts, I guess, because when I was in teacher's college, I actually printed about 30 shirts, 38 shirts. And um, once the faculty realized that the brand Spread Love was mine, they were like, yo, we got to support you. And um, I brought shirts to school and probably within 30 minutes, I probably sold about 30 shirts. And I was like, whoa, like, you know, as a teacher, this message um, kind of correlates, it works together because my idea from then was to implement it into the school because there was a lot of bullying happening in schools. I'm like, this would be a cool initiative to bring more, more awareness to, to the cause and just to kind of inspire people in general but for me right now as a teacher i wanted to like uh inspire the kids to 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 be nice and to be kind and you know it's not just about you what can i do to help a classmate or help out my teacher in the classroom how can i be kind right so it turned into uh, an initiative slash campaign spread love movement and the first school that i taught at the, the administration was really receptive um, we started Spread Love Fridays, which was pretty cool. So uh, at first, it was just the, the vice principal and I wearing Spread Love t-shirts to the entire staff ordering shirts. And every Friday, we had Spread Love Fridays. So all the teachers wore their shirts every Friday. That's kind of How long did that go on? Well, I'm not even at that school anymore, and it's still continuing. Wow. Which, which is cool, right? So uh, teachers are wearing their shirts every Friday. Um to to inspire not only you know the teachers but the kids to to be kind building community in the classroom and in the school which is is very important you know if if we see people doing nice things we're going to want to do nice things as well right so that's the whole idea of it and the school that i'm at now um it's catching on as well you know uh, we had pink t-shirt day so i printed a bunch of pink t-shirts with spread love on it and it was growing in our school we actually have two schools in our school. We have a Catholic and a public, and it's growing, right? And that's that's what we want. We want to see schools uh, working together with the community, inspiring each other to not only live better but do better. So um, it's been cool to see see it grow uh, within um, my the last two schools that I've taught at and other schools um, in the city as well. Yeah, I mean, I I wear it around. I mean, I got one one shirt. I need to order a couple more, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, uh, there's teachers here in, in New Albany that that've been asking for it because um, I work cool. it and volunteer in the schools. And remember when you were here in 2017? I think it was for a four year celebration yeah. of Redeem the Dream. We did a Redeem the Dream fashion show with our kids. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. that was so much fun, man. They still talk about that. Man. So, uh, so where where do you um? 
see this going now? What is what is your goal and, and kind of your vision for Spread Love? I know you, you're selling these shirts really all around the world, I imagine, at this point with all your connections and people that you know. Yeah. Um, and I think it's something that can just blow up, just that image and that, that whole idea. I mean, yeah. your personality. Yeah, I'm really, I don't know, I'm really passionate about it. I know obviously I'm a teacher, but I'm really passionate about this brand and um, I'm really all about people and just just uh, uplifting people, encouraging them. And I, I want to take it to the next level. What that, what that means, I don't know, but I, I'm learning. I'm learning um, each day, each week, because this is something new for me. I, I don't know much about clothing, but um, if, you have, if you have a passion for something, um, you can figure it out and, and make things work. And I'm learning that, and I'm doing it at the same time. Um, some goals of mine that I have... Um, I, I want to build a school um, in in my not well. I want to build a school. Uh, my parents are from Jamaica. I have a goal uh, of building a, a school in Jamaica. I also want to start a, a Spread Love Foundation. And the premise of the Spread, the Spread Love Foundation is basically um, to be able to to meet the needs of people that 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 need it. You know, not only here in Toronto but internationally. Um, I know there's a lot of homeless. Um, I have a heart for the homeless. I, I see it. And my goal is to, to be able to help someone who's homeless get back on their feet, get back into society, working. Because um, I see homeless people all the time. We don't know their stories. We're quick to, you know, pass judgment and be like, man, this guy's, you know, he's lazy or he just doesn't want to work. We don't know their story. So my goal is to, to be able to, to help the homeless just to help people in need that, that actually need it. So um, with the foundation comes with, you know, a lot of, a lot of work, you know, there's rules and stuff that need to be regulated and, and followed through. So I'm looking into that. Um, but I'm really about helping people and, and just being that, that, that person that, you know, no one thinks would ever help them to be able to help them. So um, just trying to take this message, the simple message of spread love and pushing it and then inspiring people. That's amazing, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, let's touch a little bit about your whole, in regards to your whole modeling career. You did so many different things. I always see your pictures up on social and stuff. How did you get into that? And do you still do some of that on the side? Or is that, um, is that always yeah, something? Well, um, well, obviously being a teacher, it's hard to, to do, to be consistent or doing that consistently. Um, so early 2000s, I started, I got into acting. So I was doing a lot of acting. Um, I was doing a lot of sports ads and modeling ads and changed agencies and um, got connected with a ton of people. Um, I'm hoping to get back into it uh, as soon as school is done. Uh, I have report cards coming up soon, so working on those. But um, yeah, it's been about almost... 15 years that I've, I've been doing the acting and modeling. And I think probably one of the biggest uh, modeling opportunities I had was with Jordan brand in 2015. Um, I was out in uh, Las Vegas and uh, they had a rollout of Jordan brand gear and shoes. And there was a huge basketball tournament going on in the state of Nevada. And I was a part of that. But that experience alone was was crazy because 
I've always been a fan of Jordan and always wanted to work for Nike and stuff like that. And um, someone reached out to me, a friend of mine that uh, worked um, for Nike in Portland, <clears throat> reached out and was like, hey, would you be uh, interested in doing a modeling shoot or a photo shoot for Jordan brand? And I was like, what? Are you serious? Don't play around with me, man. Like, <laughs> like no, I'm serious. Like, fly out to... Um, to Vegas, shoot will be for a week. I was like, a week? Man. It was an amazing experience, man. I will never forget that. But um, yeah, it's it's been it's been amazing, man, to be able to, you know, be on TV and kind of you know, do photo shoots, do some little acting gigs um, here and there. Um, but yeah, I'm looking to to grow in that area as well, um, as far as the acting and commercials and and the modeling. So Wow. So you've done a lot of amazing things athletically in the fashion industry, then you're teaching and you've traveled a whole bunch. How do you think that that shaped the way you see the world? I know there's a lot of people that never really travel and they have a really kind of a closed mindset. I tell people yeah. all the time, if you want to expand your horizons, you really need to step out and, and travel and you start to see things yeah. a little bit different, get to know yep. different cultures and you're more patient and all these different things. Yep. What do you think? How do you think that whole thing kind of shaped you? Because you were blessed yeah. to live a very special, unique life up until this yeah. point. Yeah, it's it's all about experiences, man. That's I think that's the biggest thing. Um, not being close-minded. Um, well, living in Toronto, it's very diverse. Um, there's over a hundred nations that live in the city of Toronto. Um, I can't. I don't know exact numbers, but I know it's over a hundred different nations. I remember growing up in school. I had friends that were Chinese, Indian, black, white, Hispanic. Like you, you, you go into a classroom in Toronto, you're seeing a bunch of different cultures and um, being able to travel only, only opens your mind up even more and appreciative of the different types of people that you encounter on a daily basis. Um, whenever I was traveling, I never, thought that it would it was that country or wherever I'm traveling they needed to accommodate or adjust to me I always had I always had the mindset of okay I need to adjust to how they're living or their language or um, you know rules or what, what have you in that particular country and I think having that sort of mindset where I need to accommodate to them as opposed to them accommodating to me um, I was able to learn and grow more. Uh, prime example was Taiwan. When I traveled to play basketball there, I didn't know, I didn't know Mandarin. I didn't know Chinese, the Chinese language. And um, our communication was more basketball, you know, but at the same time, these guys were very patient with me. They could make out some of the stuff I was saying, but I was able to, hang out with them when we weren't playing basketball. You know, I was able to eat with them because um, they told me that the, the foreign, the import player the year before, he never hung out with them. He ate McDonald's every day. <laughs> and I was eating more of the, you know, cultural food and going to restaurants with them and eating their local food. And um, traveling, just opened my eyes even more. And I was, I was more grateful for the opportunity 
to to be able to travel to these countries and and just meet new people and appreciate culture and um, and and just grow personally. So um, all that all that helps shape um, that helps shape me, especially with dealing with people and dealing with um, certain situations, having a patience, um, and even working with kids as well. It's, it's helped me. So I've had to work with kids in a lot of these countries that I've traveled with and have my own classroom, dealing with, with children like six years and under. Patience is required. So, and I've been, no able, doubt. To, I've, I've been able to, to, to work on that, that patient skill. Cause it's not, it's not for everybody. You know what I mean? And, you know, having patience for people is, is, is huge, especially in our society. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I, there's not a lot of people that you come across throughout your life that kind of have that energy and that that love for people and that ability to engage. So I think that's definitely a gift that you have. And, and so that whole brand of spread love is definitely it embodies who you are. It's not just something right. that you do to create some extra income. It's 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 your passion. It's who you are. And so kind of circling back around to the whole overarching topic of what we're talking about here, this the power of simple kindness, which is what your life has really been about. Can you think of one, two, or three things, like pointers or tips that you could share on how someone can start to develop that in their life and just spread love in their community, in their space, and just utilize this the power of simple kindness to kind of change a life around them and make their place a little bit better place yeah. to live? Um, I think the first thing um, would, would be having a grateful mindset, you know, just being grateful for what you have, um, Currently, you know, grateful for to be able to wake up in the morning and to do simple tasks like just getting out of bed or or being able to to dress yourself, having shelter over your head, getting up, going to the kitchen, making food. You know, um, I think being grateful would be the first step. If you can just, you know, take a step back and and reflect on what you have going well for yourself, I think that's the first step. Um, second step would be um, just saying hi to people. You know, I, me personally, I find that's a lost art. If you don't know the person, you know, you don't have to say anything. But I try my best every day to say hi to somebody or meet at least one person every day and introduce myself. Um, you, you'll be shocked at what will happen. You know, some people will be like thrown off guard, but then there's those one or two people that will engage in conversation. And the next thing you know, you're exchanging Instagram um, handles to, to stay in touch and you're chatting. Hey, do you have Instagram? Um, so just saying hi to people. That's nothing too hard with, with doing that um, and just introducing yourself and you know, just generally wanting to know how that person is doing, you know. Um, for third, um, I'd say a lot of times kindness can be done in a lot of different ways. Uh, like I said, saying hi. Um, what I've done recently too is going through the drive through and I'm buying a coffee for the person behind me uh, that 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 seems to be like a regular thing for me now if i'm 
getting, you know, like tea or a bagel. I'm like, hey, miss, I'm going to take care of the person behind me. And they're like shocked. Like, why are you doing this? Their bill is like $7. I'm like, that's okay. It's only seven bucks. You know, I'll take care of their bill and, you know, and then keep it moving. You know what I mean? They don't need to know who I am. I don't need to know, know who they are. Um, just to let them know, you know what, there's people out there that are actually care about other people, you know? So that's, that's another thing. You can do a kind act. Um, but the first two I think are very important, just being grateful and, and just saying hi to people. I think starting off with those two are, are, are good icebreakers for just wanting to, you know, spread kindness spread or be kind. kind. Yeah, spread love, man. All right, man. That's that's some great advice. Be grateful. <clears throat> Simply saying hi to somebody that really is a lost art, and then just doing simple acts of kindness, like buying someone a coffee, or just do just doing simple things that that make all the difference. People are so consumed with their own their own things. So, man, I appreciate your time, Jason. Thank you so much. And, and uh, closing, I'd like to thank our second sponsor here to of uh, this show today is Strike Force Energy. You can enjoy uh, all their products at a great discount if you go to strikeforceenergy.com slash discount slash RTD. I really appreciate the support. It definitely helps um, the work that we do here at Redeem the Dream. And other than that, uh, I look forward to uh, uh, you guys listening to the next episode coming up. I appreciate appreciate the support. God bless. Bye-bye.